Take a little trip, take a little trip, take a little trip with me. AI, does everyone have it? Is it just used for marketing? What is it all about? Hi, my name is Nate Johnson, and I'm the CEO and founder of GLCS, and this is the Driving Forward Podcast Tuesday Trip. Follow us on YouTube at Driving Forward PC. Follow us on LinkedIn for major content updates, including conferences. Follow Driving Forward on all major streaming platforms for content updates on events. Like, share, and comment. You can reach us at drivingforward at glcs.net. If you have any questions, comments, please feel free to reach out at drivingforward at glcs.net. I appreciate you uh, tuning in today. There's uh, lots of conversations lately on AI. Uh, everyone seems to roll back. Well, not everyone, but <clears throat> in a lot of my conversations lately, everyone seems to default back to a marketing tool, whether it's chat GPT, some sort of uh, graphic AI tool, uh, or, or another one is it's something that's being used to process invoices or email. Uh, that's a, a more of an outreach one. But primarily speaking, when I bring up AI, uh, if I get an honest answer around it beyond Skynet, uh, it's something around the lines of a marketing tool, which is great because largely, I think in 2023, we saw a lot of people using it to uh, write social media content and uh, write various subject matter that ended up being related to uh, to marketing content. And that's 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 wonderful. It can be produced uh, quickly uh, and meaningful content. Whether you're a subject matter expert or not, uh, you can produce some some level of content out quickly. Uh, so I'm uh, before I get into anything further, I'm not going to create a very long uh, Tuesday trip here, but I wanted to spell a few things out real quick and take a minute to talk about the four types of AI. And then I'm going to circle back on the potential here, uh, more about what we've seen in the last year and maybe a little bit more on where we're going in 2024 uh, and then 2025. So there's four types of AI, generally speaking. Uh, we've been in the reactive machine area for quite some time. Uh, this has uh, been defined as <clears throat> or largely uh, machine learning. Um, you know, you've heard that term probably many times. Uh, reactive machines don't have memory. Um, they're very task specific. They uh, um, they have an output that always, or they have a, a, a task that always delivers the same output. And to be clear, uh, do not mix up RPA or robotic process automation um, with machine learning. They're not the same thing. RPA is not AI. Uh, if you have questions on that, feel free to raise it up. That's a whole other discussion. Uh, a great example 
A great example of uh, a reactive machine is Netflix recommendation engine. So the Netflix recommendation engine is definitely powered by machine learning. The more data you feed it, the more information it has, and it can get uh, that data collected to provide you more more meaningful um, recommendations based upon your viewing history. So that's that's a great uh, example, I think, that you probably use on a regular basis uh, in your life if you're a Netflix user. So the second kind of, of AI is limited memory machines. And this is something that kind of became uh, part of our daily lives in 2023, for most of us, at least. Uh, this imitates the way our brain works. It gets smarter the more data it trains on. Uh, it's a deep learning algorithm, um, an NLP or, or natural language natural language processing. Um, it has image recognition uh, and other types of reinforcement learning. So a good example of this is is a Chat GPT or your self-driving cars. Uh, self-driving cars is, is probably a better example because there's lots of data sources coming into that. They know what's coming, they're identifying traffic lights, there's bumps in the roads, they're compensating for a variety of different things, more complex than just a, a chat GPT direct-based system. Uh, it's more of a contained unit. So the third type is theory of mind. Theory of mind, and I'm not gonna spend much time on three and four here. Theory of mind currently doesn't exist um, it, it can understand intentions and predict human behaviors, uh, as if it's going to simulate a human relationship. And number four is self-aware. And this currently doesn't exist either. Uh, self-aware as a conscious and an understanding of its existence. It can understand the world and how everyone has thoughts and emotions, and it can sense or predict others' feelings. So when you get into all of this, we're, we're a long way off from, th well, definitely from four, debatably from three, uh, which is the theory of mind sign aside. But uh, uh, really, you know, when, when someone brings up AI, I, I feel like many times we get this linear thought around what you're currently looking at. I think it's important that when we speak about AI, that we understand what we're talking about and that we don't just make an assumption that we're speaking about a marketing tool or a uh, machine learning tool. And that especially when we're speaking to a, uh, a new solution that we may, we may be looking at, that we're understanding what someone may be pitching as AI and that it actually is AI and it's not just a buzzword that's being put out there. Equivalently, uh, that, that when someone does have something that's, that's cutting edge, that we're giving them the respect that they, that they deserve in the fact that they're trying to bridge into something new, uh, even though it may not be something that, that we agree with, they're, they're trying something different. And, you know, the only way we're going to learn how to use new tools is by trying something different. It doesn't mean you have to buy that tool, but you certainly can, uh, can respect that someone's, someone's opening doors and trying new things. Uh, I've seen some amazing, uh, amazing products out there. 
I don't necessarily agree with the application of them, but I think that there's some potential for those applications once they kind of work out their 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 niche within the industry. And I'm I'm excited about that. I think it'll be very interesting. And I can't even fathom necessarily where we're going to go next. I, I think it'll be a lot of fun to see where AI evolves into, especially these limited memory machines, the the NLPs, and and where they take us, and and how they uh, expedite some of our processes as we go on, how they enhance some of our our office tasks and some of our our repetitive tasks as we we continue on. Um, so excited to see where that takes us over time. Um, <clears throat> with that being said, this week, Thursday, uh, we have episode five, season two, episode five of the Driving Forward podcast. It's a GLCS panel. Uh, the topic is supporting technology success in transportation logistics. Largely, we'll be talking about uh, a variety of different technology topics and, and supporting that technology within your organization. We'll have uh, Susan Mayo, uh, Mike Turner, Michael Demers, and Robert Bain on the panel, as well as myself. Uh, so very excited to have that crew That'll be on Thursday at 1 o'clock Central Time. So please tune in for that. Uh, starting Monday of next week, Monday at noon, uh, noon Pacific time, Manifest. We'll have a variety of people out at Manifest. It'll be myself, Susan Mayo, and Robert Bain, assuming that Robert is not a papa by then. So if Robert is a papa, we'll be filling back, filling him in with someone else. But uh, very excited to see everybody at Manifest. So we're looking forward to that. If you are around at Manifest, please feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. Be happy to get together uh, together with you there. So with that being said, we'll wrap up this Tuesday trip. Thanks for tuning in. Stay curious, stay informed, and keep pushing the boundaries of what's possible. Until next time, drive forward with purpose and innovation. 